Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Listen, we've had a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. We've had a lot going on, but this is exciting. Um, Billy Porter is coming out, coming to the State Theater on Tuesday, May 27th at 7.30. We've got a pair of tickets to give away when you call 651-641-1071. And this, he has four studio albums already. This is his first time going on um, tour. He was in FX's Pose, American Horror Story, Law and Order. Tony Award, um, he won a Tony Award for his appearance in Kinky Boots. He's also, and I don't know if you ever saw the live-action remake, Lori, of Cinderella. Did you and your mom ever watch that with Camila Cabello? No. Okay, it was it was so good, but he's the fairy godmother in that, too, and he's just... Yes. A, this would be a wonderful night out at the state, so give Grant a buzz. Yes, do. And we'll see what happens there. Um, do you want to give us, you know, you've only been gone 10 days, is it? Not even. Not even? A week. Oh, you've only no. been gone a week. Okay, do you have the start of the book list? I do. All right. I do. Okay, so. Talk more I, in the microphone. The there you go. Okay. You talked to the author yesterday, Leah oh. Abramson. Oh. Um, the book, A Likely Story About the Only Child of This Iconic American Novelist Who Discovers All These Secret absolutely enjoyed every word every page of that book it was and so it was, good and it was wordy i mean it was heady it was a cerebral i mean she used some big words lori <laughs> she, well she was delightful I mean, yesterday she was so excited was she fun? well her book birthday is today and oh. you know she was a litigator and both of her parents were an artist you know her, her mom or dad wrote children's books and one of them was an illustrator and she kind of fought that and thought i've got to go be an attorney i'm not going to do that and then this is just her passion but i loved that book a likely story if you want to catch the interview you can go to the Lori and julia show page we uh it's right there that's a great yeah. book it was so good i can't believe it's her first novel it just was so well written I know. i'm sure this will be one of our top 10 books of the year. I kind of think Was it's it, being made into something because she kind of alluded that there's a lot of interest and she had written one book before this, but it was about kind of about law firms and she decided okay. it wasn't right. And she said the reason it felt so good, she started it right when COVID hit and then quit for six months because her kids were home with her and then started up again. Um, and she said it gave her kind of a different perspective. I, I just thought when you told me you were done already, I'm like, you just got to the damn airport. How are you already done? <laughs> it's a good on one. A plane. It's a good one. It, it is. 
Um, another book that I really liked, I had put a sticky note on this book, Julia. I thought we were having the author on because it, it came out last Thursday or last Tuesday, March 7th. And Clymens Menstra is what it's called, C-L-Y-T-E-M-N-E-S-T-R-A. She's the sister of Helen of Troy. Right. Greek so mythology. It's, yes. It's, so it is. It's Costanza Cassati uh, wrote the book, and it reminds me of that book, Circe, which we just loved. And the woman who wrote it is a, um, you know, she majored in Greek mythology. Right. Like in at Oxford or something like that, but it's all told through the eyes of Helen of Troy's uh, sister, Clemenstra, about the women of Sparta, and they learned how to hunt and be warriors, and there's murderous stuff happening. Right. And it, it was very, very good. A couple times I had to ask Casey some Greek mythology questions because I just didn't feel like at the beginning of the book she gives who the cast of Family characters. Family tree, you, right. Yeah, but if you're a Game of Thrones fan or you love the book Circe or you love Greek mythology, this was just a real winner of a book. And I'm disappointed we're not having the author on, but I love this book. Okay, good. I yeah. feel like I got that book too, but I came into work yesterday and I couldn't find it. All right. Yeah, it didn't happen, um, but I'm glad you liked okay, it. Okay, this... This is another author, Julia, that you and I have talked to on more than one occasion, Jocelyn Jackson. Oh, she was one of our first, the gods of no gods in Missouri. Gods in Alabama. Yes, Missouri, it's Alabama. And she wrote us a thank you note. Yes, Remember? she's written, I think we had her on last year or two years ago for Mother May I yes. or Never Have I Ever. But she has a new book out called With My Little Eye. And it's about this Hollywood actress who's like a B-list actress. And she starts getting these creepy letters. And then he's, she feels like he's been in her home. And then she meets this guy. Anyway, it's this mystery suspense. She moves to Atlanta to film a TV show. Because, of course, they film all these shows in Atlanta. Yes. Um, and it, you don't really know who is the guy that's creeping on her. And you just really have no idea. And it just was, wow. You loved it. It was just a good creep, good suspense. His right. game, his rules, her life. It was excellent. I don't really know that she's written a suspense novel like this before. No. Kind of a hair-raising story. Right. I, I don't think so either. They were just, Yeah. Good. And you liked it. So it's it's called, called With My Little Eye. With My Little Eye. Okay. And I'm not sure when this book is coming out. It doesn't say on my... I got I got a few uh, books from our friend at Chapter 2 Books. Yes. Yes. We love, we love Sue. Okay. Yeah. And then um, I finished, because I hadn't finished when we had Marie Benedict on, but I finished um, The Mitford Affair. Oh, which Yes was delicious storytelling she wrote the mystery of Ma mrs uh, agatha christie and a true you know a fictionalized story of history's most notorious sisters and two of them being you know huge nazis that huge was, yeah, that was really a good book yes wasn't that a good it was and then the story behind it how she, 
you know, she wanted to write the book. I this book was different. I mean, that we never had heard about people being Nazis before in some of our historical fiction. We always hear about the women on the other side. Yes. Yes. So it was I thought it was very delicious storytelling yes. um, in a, a historical fiction. So I quite enjoyed it. I have a couple more books to tell you about, but I'm going to save that for tomorrow. All right, fine. We can't get too much in one day. <laughs> well, Julia, um, because I don't know where my book is that uh, That's okay. I can't remember the name of it, but the ending shook me. Oh, all right. I want to know about shook that one. That's a tease. And that a is a good one. All right, Grant, mm-hmm. did we give away our Billy Porter tickets? Yes, Lara is very, very excited. Oh. She's going to take her daughter, who is a huge theater fan, so oh. she was very excited to win these tickets. And like you said, Billy Porter, he's just extravagant, so this will be so fun. I'm so excited. Yeah. And I just want to give a shout out. I think it was Gina. She sent us the sweetest note. After we talked to Patrick Ricey, thanking us for having him on and how much Bud Grant meant to her dad and how meaningful it oh. was. And it was just the sweetest oh. note ever. So thank you. Thank you, Gina. Thank you, everyone. All right. So when we come back, um, it's Pi Day, but it's also it's also some other days around here. And we're going to tell you all about it in Random Thoughts. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia. Oh, my gosh. Well, I know a lot of people are getting to the airport early and getting out of town on spring break. And we want to say do it, enjoy it, and just just love our airport. We won, again, best airport uh, if uh, over 90 airports or 400 airports. It's a big number, whatever it is. But we all know who live here. When you travel, our airport is far and above any other airports you're going to see. One of the cool things that we have in the airport is there's a lot of art Um, local art on the walls if you get there early and enjoy yourself before you go like we recommend you know maybe grab a glass of wine and go walk around and look at the beautiful beautiful art and you're going to see even from the bathrooms the ceramic we just love it but the pre-booking your parking is a big darn deal you can pre-book up to 12 hours before your depart you get a QR code you save money that way Go to msp.com for more information. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, if you're out and about, it's Muddy Pods. Cheesecakes, 30th anniversary. They've been open for 30 years. They're having a big celebration. Food trucks, music, deals on uh, slices of cheesecake today. That's in St. Louis Park. You can do that if you are around... Here in the Twin Cities, there is a special going on at Papa John's. And if you like Papa John's pizza, Lori and I like Papa John's. Um, oh, you, yeah. you can, yeah, you, they have a buy one, get one deal. Re- rewards members who buy a large one topping pizza going to get a second pizza for $3.14. That's a deal. Pie. They also have a deal on your next pizza. If you buy one of their specials today, you can get a coupon for up to 31.4% off your next order. I like that. I think so, too. And then if you are a gal or guy who likes to go to the old gas station for your pizza, Speedways and 7-Eleven, you can get a slice of pizza today for $3.14. Hmm. That is what's happening, all of you pie pieramas. Okay, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to thank Jason... And the Jason Television Show for this next part of Random Thoughts today. But um, airfares, if you've been looking at all, are up big, big, big time. And I'm trying to go somewhere. I think, Lori, you're going somewhere um, right the minute when you come back, right? 
You're going to come back Probably. and do a turnaround? Yeah. <laughs> She'll be back for two minutes, and then she's going to London. Um, so, But um, I've been trying to, you know, look, like even Vegas is expensive, and I think you're going there May. I'm wanting to go in April. But so um, Jason had on the guy from Thrifty Tra- Traveler, and I think his name is Jordan today. But here's basically some things that you should know about booking your domestic travel right now. The sweet spot before you go on a domestic trip right now is 44 days prior to going. You don't want to wait, but what you can do, and Lori, you always tell me to do this, is you go to Mm googleflights.com and you can set up a Google Flight Alert and you just type in where you're going, what your dates are, you're coming from MSP, you're going to LAS, if you're going to Las Vegas, what your dates are, and then it can set up an alert for you and it will email you um, when the ticket prices, you know, um, are ready to, for you to buy, this is going to be the best deal. Buy it now. But also, this was a really good tip, and Jason said he used it, is that if you're flying, let's just say Delta, for example, don't book their cheapest fare. You book something in the main cabin. You're going to spend a little more, but it's in the main cabin. So if you're going through the Google alerts, and they're going to alert you again, because what if the ticket price goes down after you purchased it right if you're in the main cabin they can go back and rebook you at that price and give you an immediate credit oh but if you buy the cheapest cheapest which they ask you in a box because i had clicked on the cheapest cheapest on vegas because it's not cheap um are you sure you want to do this and not be in the main cabin it made me rethink that because if tickets go down i don't have any I don't get a chance to get any sort of refund. So 44 days prior to going. And then if you're traveling international, four months before you're going. Um, So what would that be? April, May, June, July. So if you're going somewhere, you know, end of July, early August, it's time to book right now. But Mm -hmm. do it that that much. I mean, do you have any more to add on to that, Lori? Because I know you're very experienced in this area. Yeah, people get excited because they have a trip plan, you know, and they do jump too early sometimes to buy the tickets. And then you'll pay a little bit more. But some people, the the grief to gratitude feeling to have that done. But yeah, a lot of times people book 60 days out and you're really paying more domestically than you would if you can just wait 44 days, 45 days, you know, but people, they, oh, no, I'm going. Like a a friend of mine who, um, she always books her domestic tickets like four or five months out, but she always pays kind of a lot because you're paying extra for that peace of mind, even though there's a lot of flights to a lot of destinations and that's why the Google Flight Tracker, even Kayak. If- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. If you go to Kayak, they'll tell you, buy now, prices are increasing, wait, you know. So there's a few different hacks that you can do if you're just doing air only. And the other thing is if you book a vacation package, like let's say Delta, maybe you're going to Paris. Delta, you know, it's worth looking at the Delta Dream vacation packages that are offered because you get a better all-inclusive yes, price. And I did will. that and I did that when I went to Vegas last spring on Sun Country. Because you can do the yes, same thing and you make the v- vacation packages on Sun Country so you can take advantage. It brought the price down substantially. So for people yeah. who are looking to get, get going uh, and want to travel, just you have to, flights are up. Flights. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, all you have to do for an international fair is you just book, if you don't, you don't know, you're kind of moving around, but you're flying in and out of whatever cities. But if you book a two-night stay with that package, and then it becomes an air-inclusive package, and that's how you can save some money. You don't have to necessarily stay seven nights. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right, so that is going on. Um, other things, this was kind of, I thought this was kind of sad news, but for the first time in nearly a century, um, they found out that Americans' collective IQ is going down. Oh, dear. I know it. Well, look at just the, the no one's relying on, no, maps. Everyone, well, maps, GPS, GPS, everything, yeah. and you can ask a question immediately, and what they said is IQs tend to go up from generation to generation, and it's called the Flynn effect. But mm-hmm. in the last 90 years, they've this has increased everyone's IQ an average of three points per decade. But a new study by Northwestern and the University of Oregon found out that this stalled in 2006. And the iPhone came out in 2007. Um, the That's biggest right. change they saw was in kids. They found a slight dips, dip in adults, too. But that includes um, being worse at problem solving, math skills, verbal reasoning. And they, this is a study of duh. Okay, I know, right? But they also yeah. are saying that um, it might have to do with our education system and pollution, changes in our diet, our new obsessions oh, with phone and social media, basic blah, 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 you know, that we kind of already know, right? Yeah. That we, oh gosh, oh gosh. All right, I'm, I'm, um, I want to just jump gears, Lori, um, yeah. and tell you the study of Da, the mayor of St. Paul has said, this is going to be the worst pothole season ever. Get, get ready for a bumpy Duh. ride. You would die. Oh. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so, so bad. It the is so have been out bad. There I mean, axles will be broken. Yep. Tires will be wrecked. Oh, this, yeah. is, this is exactly what is happening. Um, and I have to go, you know, everything pie, 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 you know, pie, pie. But is as it because it's March 14th? Is that why it's pie? Yes, 3.14 three is pie, which is an infinite number that doesn't end. And oh, blah, gee, blah, blah. I love that you know that. Well, Grant gave me some crap to brush up on today. <laughs> okay. Oh, I mean, he, he, he gave me. Here's what pie is for people who want to go home and press their kids. 
Uh, pi is the ratio of the circumference of a circle to its diameter, which is approximately 3.14. It's celebrated every day this year. And um, like our love for pie, and the most Googled pie right now is still apple pie, pie is infinite. Mm. Mm. The exact value can never be calculated, and it doesn't seem to have a pattern. Someone actually... Well, you could say that about pie, P-I-E. You could say that about the pies we eat. <laughs> this is very, very true, pie, pie, pies. Um, I wanted you to know that Elton John's Oscar party raised $9 million mm-hmm. for the AIDS Foundation. Yeah. I want you to I know... Grant... Yeah, I think Grant posted the party pics. Yeah, yeah. carpet from that. Yeah, that I, looked like a fun party. Listen, I want to go to that Vanity Fair party. We found out it's eighty thousand dollars. Every That's the one and you know what after right? Yeah, yeah. But the big party is the gold party that Beyonce and Jay Z have at the Chateau Marmont. Yes, yes. Um, oh, wow. And they go to the Vanity Fair party because they want to be on the red carpet. Because at the gold party, there's no photos. Yep. There's no photo bank. Yep. You should see what Beyonce wore to that. I'm not Beyonce, what Rihanna wore to uh, Jay-Z's party. Oh, I saw because Graham Graham posted posted it. it. Mm -hmm. She's She's absolutely unbelievable. Isn't she? $1.8 million belly bracelet. It's yeah. diamonds. It's gorgeous. Check it out. The, the picture that they have of her wearing it is a little blurry, but it they is. have the actual item itself. It's just the coolest, unique piece she of has, jewelry. She yeah. had four outfits that night, Lori. Four. Yeah, I know that. She was coming out of the Chateau Marmont. You know how that's kind of fortress-like, yep. Julia? Yep. So, like, the people were in the bushes to get that shot. That's, I'm sure. That makes sense. because It would have been us if we were out there. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Remember us trying to figure out how to get into the Chateau Marmont? It's not easy. It's not easy. It's like going it into a- an alley in someone's garage. <laughs> it's weird. It's really weird. All right. It's very weird. Okay. We love the Chan Hassan Dinner Theater. And, you know, how about planning a fun night out with your girlfriends, a girls' night out, a guy's night out, or a special celebration? It is, I have a friend who did this last week and they had so much fun. First, enjoy a delicious dinner and top it off with a grasshopper, which is an ice cream mint drink that's to die for. Or they have this magnificent, magnificent, stunning rainbow cake that Lori and I had. It was so good. Sit down, relax, and enjoy the show on the main stage. It's the hit musical, The Prom. Love, love, loved it about a girl who wants to go to the prom like any other kid, but the PTA won't have it. The story sweet, relevant, full of laughs, one after another, actually. And, of course, great music. The dancing's phenom. You will not want to miss the prom. Chanhassen also has excellent tribute concerts coming up, expeditions with hits of Foreigner Sticks Kansas Journey, and Stevie Ray's comedies every weekend. Visit ChanhassenDT.com for tickets and more information. Welcome back, gang. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's my talk with Lori and Julia. We're on a Tuesday, the Tuesday before Ted Lasso comes back tomorrow on Apple Plus, and people are very excited for our little happy, happy, happy show. I think people are really excited about Laura. It's been a long time. Like two years. I know. It's been a long time. Okay, so. it came Tom out. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. So, so it came. A known out, show at the Oscars. Yes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So here's what came out today: is um, Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Kimmel's wife Molly McNearney. Nearney. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew that she was helping produce the show and helping him write, and they met when she was a writer on the Jimmy Kimmel show. So those two have been f- together forever. 
and ever. And um, and Tom Cruise was just on Kimmel. He was when we were at the cabin and we watched it. And they had this yeah. delightful camaraderie. We know that the promotion for Jimmy Kimmel to host the Oscar was all Top Gun Maverick based. And yes. the, he did that. And he really likes Tom Cruise. They had good camaraderie in this. He said, I'll see you. You know, you're hosting it. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. This is yeah. exciting yes. kind of thing. Okay. And they even started out the monologue the, with the video. So what happened yes. is they had um, found out that they had two different running monologues going. And one of them had to do if Rihanna was going to be in her seat by the time Jimmy Kimmel started the Oscars. So that was one part of it. And then they also had so much stuff yeah. that they were going to do, do dedicate to Tom Cruise and Top Gun. They had a three-minute mm-hmm. monologue that was supposed to be 100% praising the movie, Tom Cruise saving movies. Just great stuff. No shading at all. Genuine love for Tom Cruise. And Jimmy mm-hmm. Kimmel was so excited that he actually got... Um, the two different planes, what are they called? F-15s. Jets. Yeah. Jets by real Navy pilots to fly over the Kodak Theater, whatever it's called now, where the Oscars were Sunday night. And he was so excited to tell Tom Cruise, I even got these guys to fly over for you, dude. Mm-hmm. So, Lady Gaga took off her makeup and stripped herself bare to sing the song that she wrote for that damn yep. room, room plane movie. <laughs> she did. And so... And so what we learn is that Tom Cruise, um, they found out that he wasn't going to be on the show that week before, right, Lori? A few days. Well, I I mean, he... A few days before. I'm not sure when Nicole Kidman was announced as a presenter. Right. But I think it was when he, Tom Cruise, found out that Keith Urban would be there because he was in Vegas and played Vegas Friday and Saturday night. Yep. Tom Cruise with his Scientology mind and his minders probably thought, well, Nicole will be there without, I won't have to face their love. Okay. Okay. And then maybe he finds out that Keith Urban flies in on a private jet, you know, at two in the morning because he's got all of his you know, people out watching the airports, and he's like, no way am I going. And the reason why I think that, I went back to last May at the Cannes Film Festival, and they did a 13-minute montage of Tom Cruise's career, his highlights. Okay. And guess who was missing from this montage? Now, she starred in three movies with Tom Cruise. Nicole Kidman starred in... Days of Thunder, which is how they met and fell in love when he was married to Mimi Rogers. Far and Away, which was you and I and Casey and love that movie. Love that movie about immigrants. Shannon, Shannon. Shannon. Oh, I love that movie. I love that movie. And then they were in Eyes Wide Shut, Stanley Kubrick. Yes. So at this Cannes Film Festival, this Tom Cruise montage, not one picture of Nicole and I mean they were married for 11 years but um as we've learned you know Miss Kavesh did not like how in love Tom Cruise was and he had him get audited and audited and he finally put in his mind that they weren't in love that all this other stuff and I think Tom knows it 
He knows it. And to see her is too painful. You think so? That's my theory. Well, and they said that he canceled just a few days before the yeah. Oscars. And, and Jimmy was so disappointed. His wife said Jimmy loves him and really wanted to celebrate him. And the fact that there were some other things going out there that maybe he bowed out when he heard that maybe Judd Apatow was helping behind the scenes writing. I the, don't believe that. I don't either. I don't well, that, that was just a little thing. But Kimmel. Yeah, I think because going back to that can, the film festival yes. thing, they didn't even show Days of Thunder. They didn't even have a clip of Far and Away, which I think Tom maybe his feelings were hurt long ago about his bad Irish accent, but that is a good movie. <laughs> we love that movie. It is. Those days it's a historical romantic epic. And all they showed from Stanley Kubrick's Eyes Wide Shut was Tom Cruise taking off his mask right before the orgy scene. Right. That was the only... So he's scrubbed, which is a Scientology way. You scrub that person from your mind, from your eyes. I mean, if you don't want Tom Cruise to show up, just get a bunch of cardboard cutouts of Nicole Kidman. Make it there, out with her There husband. you go. Well, here is... So he had this three-minute monologue yeah. planned to celebrate he, Tom, and here we have the audio of what ended okay. up taking place and i want to say jimmy kimmel likes tom cruise and was very disappointed that tom cruise didn't show up at the biggest night for films as is a small independent film called top gun maverick the movie (laughs) that saved the movies everyone loved top gun everybody i mean tom cruise with his shirt off and that beach football scene L. Ron Hubba Hubba, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, Tom and James Cameron didn't show up tonight. The two guys who insisted we go to the theater didn't come to the theater. (laughs) I love it. So if you're hoping to get a look Mm -hmm. at Tom Cruise, he's not here. Or, Or maybe he is here. Maybe that's Tom Cruise right there wearing a Judd Hirsch Mission Impossible mask. There's only one way to find out for sure. Judd, we're going to need you to drive a motorcycle off the roof of the theater. You know who else is here? Uh, So anyway, he got in his Scientology joke. He got in the L. Ron Hubba Hubba, and that's L. Ron Hubbard started Scientology. Yeah, that was a good joke. His wife said um, that joke would not have been there if Tom Cruise showed up. Right. I think it was best. Because seriously, when you think about how many, every, I mean, he went and made that movie about Top Gun. The intro was kind of awkward, but you didn't really know it at the time. Yes. But it it was only in afterwards. You're like, yeah, where is Tom Cruise? Right. I mean, I... I know Glenn Powell and John Hamm are both filming. In Australia. So there, but yes. I was struck at what a good-looking cast. I mean, Miles Teller's there right? with his wife and Monica Barbero. Oh, and Monica looks Danny so good, too. Ramirez and Jennifer Conley. They were all there. So you're just like, yeah, where the hell is Tom? I think he's just a baby. Yeah. That's he a... can't handle Nicole. Right. He cannot handle that he had love in his hands, and he's thrown it away to be... In to be a Scientologist, which is just to act your whole life. You don't have any real life. It's very ugh, horrible. And, and it's just, it's really sad. And, you know, um, they had so, in what Molly also told, um, I think this was Hollywood Report, um, Hollywood Reporter, 
is that they had so many more jokes that went so much harder on Will Smith, but they yeah. they took them out. They also had... Um, I'm glad they did. Right. That. And they wanted... in Rihanna, the whole thing was, is she in her seat? Is she not in her seat? Because there were going to be a lot of jokes there. And that got changed. The teleprompter got changed when he was landing down from the parachute. And they're in his ear. Wow. The teleprompter's changed. She's, you're, we're not ready. And then the See, other... that's that's amazing that um, to be able to be a host and kind of turn on... He's so he's talented. He's so talented. Yeah. And then the other thing they said is they had to keep the jokes about the big movies because they could yes. do stuff about Tar and to Leslie, but no one saw those really. Very few no. people. And it would have been too inside baseball inside Hollywood. So right. um, I just think what I'm, my feeling is what his wife is saying is he was so let down and disappointed. Hundred percent. Yes, and and Tom Cruise knows exactly why he didn't go to the Oscar. It, I'll quote him when he uh, publicly declared, "Nick knows exactly why we were getting a divorce You're after right. he surprised her with divorce papers two weeks after they had a marriage renewal vow ceremony." Talk about and tell you bleep, what you know ten years bleepery. Mm-hmm. It really was. Mm-hmm. That was something. And after the divorce is when Tom Cruise got the Freedom Medal of Valor. And I mean, the Church of Scientology what? turned the kids away from him. I mean, he has from from her. But I mean, he really, to me, it shows that he, he that can't shows handle the feelings. truth. He can't handle the yeah. truth. Yeah, Julia, that's exactly right. <laughs> he can't handle the truth, and we'll end with that. But it, <laughs> I thought it was very telling because literally. Every promotion, and Lori was saying this yesterday, you know, Ryan and Kelly did their show from the, yeah. the theater. They did a Top yes. Gun opening. Good Morning America yeah. had this huge Top Gun. Everybody did things about Top Gun, and then the number one star doesn't show up. The be- like yeah. they said, the beginning of the monologue started out with yep. Jimmy Kimmel and Tom Cruise flying out, doing this whole ejection yep. scene and weird, awkward. Okay, we're going to come back, and we're going to Hollywood speak, and we may Hollywood speak some more Oscar stuff, Laura. We'll be yes. right back. This is Lori and Julia on my talk. Okay, gang, it's, it's Lori and Julia here for Learning Rx. And, you know, I really just love the testimonials that we get. And this is about Lily. And from her parents, Lily is about to turn 17, and she struggled with academics, especially math. She had difficulty with test-taking and completing assignments. She also could not remember information she just learned. She completed her Learning Rx program, and her IQ jumped from the 19th to the 73rd percentile. Her mom shares that this program works. I've witnessed amazing growth in her academic skills and overall confidence in herself and her abilities. It was very satisfying to see her determination and perseverance as she trained at Learning Rx in these past months. Congrats to Lily. This can be your child's story too or your story. Call Learning Rx today. Set up the eye-opening assessment. Takes a little more then an hour of your time. Mention Lori Julia. The assessment is 50% off. That's Learning RX. How's it going, Lori? Oh, very, very good. How's how's the, all the sound sound? You know what? You sound good. We got no birds like we had last year, which was kind of, you know, some people weren't a fan of that. But the sound is fantastic. You sound really good. The 
We, what we got to be happy about here is the sun is out here. But that's uh, that's I'm sure you've got plenty of sun where you're at right now, right? You know, I have all the blinds drawn, Grant. I've got the windows closed. I've got drapes uh, around me. I mean, I really am trying to recreate, as I learned last year, for what is hard to believe, my 21st year in radio, I never really understood soundproofing hey. when it came to talking <laughs> in the microphone. It, it, it takes some time, but you've got it. You've got it down now. You do, Lori. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. So All right. We got to okay. Hollywood speak, guys. Julia, yes. this one, I'm just going to, I'm going to just say the quote, okay? <laughs> okay. And you're going to, you're not going to have, I don't think, a hard time guessing. Okay. Um, who... Who would have said it? But um, here's here's the quote. Okay, um, I have used ozone therapy rectally. Can I say that? Okay, ozempic therapy or ozone? I've just used air therapy. Oh, I have used ozone therapy rectally. Can I say that? Who said that? I'm going crazy right now because I know it's it's. I'm just going to be. Who says the most toxic, obnoxious stuff about wellness? Oh, oh, come on! Who uses? Come on! That's like putting air air using an air gun in your butt in your fart box. That's right. Uh, Yeah, and ozone. If you take it orally, if you get it, kill you. If you're up on top of your house, you could get that special air. No, no, no. Benefits. I mean, then she goes on to say how helpful it's been. And I just want to say to Gwyneth. I remember somebody else did this years ago that we know. No, listen, this was peddled. Ozone therapy rectally was peddled to people who were diagnosed with HIV. I remember that. As a way, as it was a a false, you know, it was like, you know, come and, you know, pray over this rock or do one of these and it really, a lot of people, but at the time, you know, we didn't know, but a lot of people fell for it. And I remember, Laura. Of course, for her to be bringing this up and then to say it's weird, but it's been very helpful when there's no proof. You can't find a doctor on record who will talk about the benefits of rectal ozone therapy, okay? <laughs> She's... It's like the gas that must come out of her mouth every time she talks. <laughs> where did she you say know, where did she say that? On a Art of Wellness podcast. Oh my gosh, Lori, that's really bad. Isn't that's it? Really, I mean she she just peddled. Because this the most was Grant, back when people were trying to figure out how to get rid of AIDS, people were yes. grappling because there was no cure. What can I do? And we do know someone Lori and I do know someone who did this, Tried this? Wow. as a treatment. Wow. Um, and also because it plays into, it's like her telling us to vaginally steam your vagina. I mean, it makes no scientific or health sense. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, where is all this air going? What is that doing? What could possibly be the benefit? Our bodies live and breathe as long as we take, you know, reasonably good care of them. They know that our bodies are working the way they pretty much should. Unless I feel like air should go d- out of it and not in it. And also with Gwyneth, you know, being so smug and pretentious, not realizing that was also a thing that was 
um, pray, one of the ways that they people were trying to uh, shame and make yes. money yes. from people who uh, were enjoying anal sex, and we didn't know maybe that's how it was being pat without the condom, but it was a way oh, of like cleansing, purifying. It just prays to your worst. Um, it's bad. BS, yep. shame, feelings, all this. I just can't even believe. I I wish she had time for acting. Then she wouldn't be able to do all this goopy, uh, you know, ass airy. Oh, and this was a show wow. on a wellness podcast. No, that's I know. That's terrible. Okay, blow it out your right. ass, Gwyneth. Yeah, okay, there you go. There's Hollywood speak. Okay, I've got one for you, okay? Okay. Lisa Marie Presley's ex, Michael Lockwood, files to be the guardian of the twins in the trust battle. Well, this is not a surprise because right? they're 14 years old. Mm -hmm. Apparently, I've done a lot of reading on this. Priscilla sided with Michael Lockwood over her daughter in the when they broke up. Yep. So Lisa Marie changed her will when she split up from Lockwood because she didn't like it that her mom was taking her husband's side. Now, I don't care if maybe she was abusing prescription drugs. Whatever she had going on in her life, the mother picks the daughter. But remember, Priscilla is a Scientologist, and she brought Lisa into Scientology at, at 11 years old. So I don't, I don't trust their mother-daughter relationship. I don't either. You know, and Riley Keo was at the Vanity Fair party. Riley Keough is a 33-year-old married woman. She's lost her brother. She's had the worst thing happen to her, you know, three years ago. She's got a child. She is more than capable of leading her and her sisters into protecting Graceland. Priscilla needs to back out. She wants the Scientology money. Michael Lockwood wants to be in control of the um, kids, income kids you money. earn from a yep. trust. Yep, there you go. So this is complete money grab. I'm very disappointed in Priscilla. You're right, Lori. Okay, so um, I just want you to Hollywood speak um, Hugh Grant's prickly personality with Ashley on the red carpet. Well, I mean, he is a prickly bear, isn't he? He's so rude. <laughs> He's so rude. Uh, He's so rude. <laughs> But I will say this, I don't know why Ashley Graham is standing on the red carpet giving interviews because she didn't seem like she was even listening to his answers. And in a way, I think he was trying to play with her because he kind of, I mean, one of the things we know that's hard is that like someone's standing in front of you, you're barely paying attention because you're like, what am I going to ask him next? So I could see that, but I would just wish they would... Where the hell was Robin Roberts? Why isn't she standing there? Or, or Lara? Or you know what I mean? Yeah. Why didn't they send? They were beneath them. Why didn't they? Huh? Well, and and we talked extensively about what story is this outfit telling us yesterday oh. from Laverne Cox? Yeah. You, you know what? I actually, I just, I mean, I just responded to somebody. It's not like I said it, but how difficult is it to just say in however you want to say it? Tell us about this delightful frock gown suit you're Anything. wearing. Who designed it? I mean, just ask the question. Anything, Lori. Anything. I mean, it's not that hard. I don't. I think someone has told Laverne that this is her. This is going to be on her headstone. What story are you telling us with being dead? 
Yeah, why are you telling me? Yeah, no, just the quote. What what story is this? Just, I mean, someone has put it in Laverne's head that this is the sword to die by, asking this question, even though no one really likes it uh, that's being asked or at home listening. It takes up too much time. It, we don't done. have time to hear the story. We want to know... You know, uh, what inspired the dress, what inspired you tonight, who designed it, you know, that's it. Okay, listen to this. Gina responded to your Hollywood speak, Lori, and she said, Mm -hmm. Grant, that needs to be a promo. Can I use this ozone rectally? (laughs) It's like an air horn coming out of your butt. (laughs) I get it. That is a pretty good one. Oh, my gosh. Gina, thanks for that. No, no. Goop is going to come out with a candle that says, you know, this smells like my ozone. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay, so um, there was poor ratings for SNL this weekend with Jenna Ortega uh, at the helm hosting. And apparently... Writers. That's because none of her people have network. They don't have TV. They have to stream it all. They have to YouTube it That's all. It, all but, of her people. But they were pissed at her, the folks at SNL. She did not play well. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think it's all gone to her head. I mean, I don't know, but I, I heard that also. Uh, there's a little something going on there that she's, yeah. People are kind of... Um, Bummer. Yeah. Well, listen, she went, she catapulted overnight. Is that what would have happened to us if we would have been famous, Lori? (laughs) At that age. Thank God it's a 